0: sam Mantix podcast i'm sam not matt matt is not here but i am and that's just the way it is this week um matt has unfortunately not been able to um to record but don't you don't you worry you're in my very capable hands now obviously we're 30 seconds into this podcast already and i know some of you have already groaned so if you don't want to listen to this week's podcast that's absolutely fine. I will not be offended disappointed but not offended and we will see you next week if you are a little bit nosy and want to know what's coming in this podcast we are going to talk a little bit about um, the current state of affairs in the world and what's happened this over the last week Um, and my taking them and then i've got two stories lined up from reddit um, which one of them is excellent the other uh, is one that Matt rejected on the last episode. If you would like to keep listening, please do. If you would like to turn off, no harm. We will talk to you next week. Now, for those of you who stuck around, how have I been this week? Um, I've I've had a good week this week. Um, obviously, I alluded to it on the last podcast. I'm uh I've got an exciting um in an exciting position at work now and I'm moving forward with that, learning a lot and really enjoying myself. Then moving into the Platinum Jubilee weekend, um, yeah, I was was in Portsmouth on one of the days, which was absolutely amazing. Uh, i had a really great time. Walked about 10 miles in dress shoes though, which wasn't the best idea I had, but aside from that, it was an absolutely wonderful time. Um, And yeah, it's, it's actually something I've not thought about going back to, or going to in the first place, just because, obviously, where I live, so close to Southampton, and I went to Union Southampton, and been sort of brought up on the Southampton side of the Southampton-Portsmouth rivalry, I thought, Ooh, I'm gonna stick out like a sore thumb, and, uh, i only stuck out like a little sore thumb, like, more like a baby toe that been hit on the side of a, a closet repeatedly, that's how much I stuck out, um so yeah had a really great time really great week um and i think we've all enjoyed the patriotic feeling of seeing everyone come together wearing red white and blue and celebrating the queen who in my opinion and and we've said this previously but um yeah she is an incredible woman just incredible woman 70 years on the throne um she's 96 years old context which means that when she was the age that I am right now, she stepped up and went onto the throne and then has proceeded to do that for 70 years, which is absolutely an unbelievable feat. Um, and yeah, just an incredible one. Um, yeah, uh, there was a nice concert, wasn't there, from the Jubilee. That was, um, I thought it was quite m- mismatchy between like genres and things, but that's exactly what you get, isn't it? But the amount of people that were on the mile was unbelievable. It was great. Uh, but I suppose London would have been absolute hell to get out of or into so mm, probably best I'd avoided that um, also this week I went to see a, my first ever outdoor gig I've gone to see a lot of gigs in my time but this was the first one that was outdoors there was the confetti cannons and it was just amazing um, I went to watch The Killers at St Mary's Stadium in Southampton and yeah, they, had, they shot off confetti cannons, um, and they had pyrotechnics, all sorts. I was just, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, and I'm really looking forward to finding another, uh, gig to go to in the future, um, as, as in like another outdoor gig to go to in the future. I don't really feel the pull towards like a festival, but I definitely think I'd be able to go and do another sort of outdoor gig for a single artist or a multiple artist because it's just a completely different vibe. It really is. It's now time to cast our mind back and look at and dissect the events of the past week in our segment. What's been going on? Now over the past week, everything in the UK has just been geared up and headlined around the platinum jubilee our queen sitting on the throne for 70 years but Matt actually messaged me um while some of the jubilee ceremony and things were going on and she's not doing well is she bless her me and Matt are quite, we're quite concerned that you know we're not gonna have her around for much longer it's almost like she's been holding out for this big event big celebration of her monarchy um but aside from that it's been kind of amazing to actually see her at public events again I know it sounds really weird because as a public figure she has actually been to events and like since COVID and things but she keep, she's kept cancelling because she's had really ill health but to actually see her at these events interacting um, in person it's just, it's just incredible and then I feel like on top of that for her she's also been able to look out and see things over the news things that probably been given to her by PAs that sort of thing of just everyone up and down the countries across the four principality nations it's just been amazing it's just been amazing to see the Union Jack bunting out events going on in offices and I honestly, it kind of makes you feel proud to be British. And I, I get that it's kind of a sense of what the Americans get when they have like 4th of July and things. But it's in no way the same because I feel a sense of 4th of July, what they're celebrating is the end of a serious uh, war, which is effectively what they were because they'll fight for their independence and we were so kind to give it to them. Sorry Americans, I know that's a very broad generalisation, but when you actually look at what we're doing with this celebration, we're obviously celebrating not just this someone's life, but there is actually an entire generation of, of families, from a grandfather at 70... All the way down to potentially even great-grandchildren where they've pulled out uh, some currency from their pockets and it's been the same face. I just want to put that, I just want that to sink in. There's actually potentially four generations of families that have had the same monarch. Now for me that's amazing. that's just an incredible feat that we'll never see again happen as long as our the, the generation of which I am now for example at 26 okay if someone were to succeed, succeed the throne in the coming years there is a potential that I'd hit around 100 and see the same thing happen but the likelihood of it happening again is so remote just because of how young she's she. she seceded the throne and how yeah long just how long she's just been able to not have to retire it's just incredible um while we talk, while obviously all this has been going on it's important not to lose sight of everything else that's been happening not just across the world but in our own country as well um obviously rishi's come out and he's said that he's going to give £650 to every household um, to help out with the rising energy bills, which, if you read uh, certain reports, are due to go up by another £800. The cap's supposed to be increased for another £800 um, in October, which is just ridiculous. It's just... I understand that they the energy companies are saying oh we can't get the products out of russia um to put through the fossil fuels to then be able to power the national grid and then also obviously petrol as well um however at what point do we say right instead of helping out the households help out the companies and make make them not increase everything because what they're doing is by increasing their prices wage has to increase and inflation's rising vats going up to be able to pay for certain things and it's all just cause and effect from the energy crisis but if we were to, if we were to take their money that they, they're giving us give it to the companies to help the companies kind of not take a, not take a huge loss as and charge the customers what they were or just ever so slightly more that is all that needed to happen but instead we've got this toing and froing, and once again our heads are over a vice are in a vice where we're fucked no matter, have, no matter which way you look at it the rising, the rising energy crisis has absolutely crippled the average household and it's it hurts to see because the government what are the government going to do when people can't actually afford to pay their bills and the bailiffs come at the door what the government going to do then? the answer is nothing um, but moving out of our country obviously you've still got the conflicts going on in Russia and Ukraine um, I uh, yeah, my heart goes out to everyone um, on both sides of this because what we've effectively got is nato made agreement with russia broke the agreement with russia russia fought back and the only person that's been caught in all of this is ukraine and all ukraine actually wanted that started the the whole linchpin for all of this is um they want to join the eu (laughs) but russia doesn't want the eu on their doorstep and it's it's ridiculous that the egos of man in a room exceeds the welfare of an entire nation. Um, yeah, and that's all I'm going to say on it, because we all know, we've all seen the stats. Um, but yeah. Moving on to another topic of guns. America. What the hell is going on over there? I think I read something like nearly 6, 16,000 people have lost their lives due to gun already in 2022, we're in June. And furthermore, that should be as close to zero as possible, not hissing hopes like 16,000s. Like there's actually been wars where that has been the death count. And we are looking at a nation who is supposed to be the the leading nation in the world, probably after China, but they're supposed to be these, these, big flagship nations that the that, that, that have the economic stability to help out the smaller nations and have the have this army that can go in and they can they can save and help conflicts and all this that and the other and all they're actually doing is shooting each other as well i and just to top it off just to absolutely and some of you might not know this actually but so obviously president biden he's very much a Blase kind of fella. He does. He's he's looking and focusing on certain areas, which is helping the American people. But the gun situ the gun situation over there is now being stirred up and kicked up by none other than Donald J. Trump. The J stands for jackass. He's actually going around and speaking. I don't know if it's gun conventions or if it's um, leaders of parties of people that supply guns I can't remember which one it is or like elitist gun groups or whatever but he's basically going around and he's speaking to a room of people filled with permits that hold guns and he's basically saying how amazing it is and he is promoting the use and the permit of a gun for safety, when in actual fact you're looking at sixteen thousand people gone this year, and when you look at the provision of sale of guns is kind of getting more lenient the more that he was in power. But he has got another presidential push, which is why he's trying to get all of these people behind him to get him over the line and into the White House again for a second term. Which nobody wants. Um, But the problem that the Americans have is when President Trump was in power, yes he was a fucking idiot, yes he wanted to build walls, yes he just wanted to burn bridges, but he actually did something, which is what the American people want. But then if you think they had Barack Obama who Arguably, was one of the greatest presidents of the recent age um, for many years had, uh Bush obviously there's a bit of issue there as well but anyway when you think about it you can kind of understand when Biden comes in he's doing a lot under the surface not a lot in the public you just kind of got a feel for the American people um, stuck in a rock stuck between a rock and a hard play similar to how we are in politics Um, you know all we know is we need the current figure to go but who comes in nobody knows and who comes in and actually does good is the bigger question that we need to ask both the Americans and the British people Um, no but yeah other than that the world's pretty hunky-dory we're uh yeah there's actually been a growth in the looking into of um cleaner fuels and a cleaner fuel program to get away from white diesel in big trucks which is obviously fucking amazing um we've actually found an alternative to white diesel which is burns off vegetable oil uh which is obviously then converted into oil uh sorry not oil it's converted into fuel to run into into cars trucks um, and it's actually cheaper. So there's some, there are some great advancements happening in that area, which I think we need in this country. Um, you see these projects, houses coming up, and they've all got solar panels on the roofs, and it's absolutely amazing. Um, yet, can someone please answer why Amazon will still try and package my, when I order a record, will package the record itself, then put brown paper in, the box and then put another box on it. I mean, yes, okay, we can recycle it, but really? That looks like 10 to 9. But um anyway, yeah, that's been what's been going on this week. Now gather around everyone. We are back with another story time with Sam. Now, as i mentioned before, I've got two Uh, stories from reddit this week. The first is one which Matt rejected last episode and the other is one that I think you're gonna really really enjoy. Okay so let's get right into it. So this one's from am I the arsehole and it is am I the arsehole for using my son's savings to get his stepbrother's car fixed? My stepson 19 got a new car from his biological mum. She and her family are well off and, unlike me, they could afford to buy a car. I'm happy for my stepson, but my son 17 isn't. In fact, he complains about how unfair it is for my husband to let his ex gift their son a car but not him. It's unreasonable, I know, but teenage years are mostly hard and it's even harder to accept kids cannot be reasonable. My son wanted to take part in driving the car as a compromise or else we would have to get rid of it. I sat him down to explain to him that the car is his stepbrother's property and he shouldn't be expecting to drive it unless he's given permission. He was having none of it and he kept giving us ultimatum saying he's either going to share the car with his stepbrother or the car goes when my husband confronted him my son went and done so much damage to the car he threw paint on it he ruined the lights he damaged the front of it completely my stepson had a a breakdown when he saw it in the morning and my husband was beyond livid after seeing the footage or actually spelt footages like cottages Jesus fucking Christ, this is definitely English. Jesus. I've seen the footage from our driveway cam and seeing my son dam- damaging the car. My husband confronted my son later and all my son did was laugh and give him the middle finger. Yeah, definitely definitely British. This. I went to take all of his camp savings from this summer to pay for the damages and give them to my husband. My son found out and went batshit on everyone in the house. He accused me of stealing, then trying to please my husband for sex, then told his stepbrother that he warned him and so he shouldn't be blamed. He should be blamed. He also said it was my fault for not getting him a car or getting my husband to get him a car in the first place to avoid favouritism and conflict. He's been spending the majority of his time in his room refusing to come out or eat anything. I'm worried about him not eating because he did this once and ended up in hospital for low blood pressure. So Reddit, am I the asshole? This is clearly, obviously, a brat. Just an absolute. Seventeen years old. You should know. you you know what's going on in the world in terms of like your brother has got a car or a gift from his mum it's not yours Like it's nothing to do with you whatsoever no no I'm sorry Uh, no it's ridiculous to think that again it comes back to this stupid thing we've got going on in this world right now which is we are allowing a younger generation to walk all over the older generation and at 17 i don't give a shit if i ever have a son and at 17 and i'm in this scenario and he's doing this i literally don't care i i literally don't like I don't, I don't care that son is going to be disowned like do not behave like a child if you want to be what's this thing oh if you want to act like a child if you want to act like a child prepare to be treated like a child i'll be like right you've got dino nuggies and smiley face. actually no that's not a punishment is it baby food i'll go out get some baby food but that's your dinner oh 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 sorry sorry oh stop acting like a child then then you can have some actual food head, honestly i i feel sorry for the stepbrother in this because he's literally done nothing <laughs> Oh, um, I, she's not said what the circumstances of the stepson getting a car was from his mum I want to say like a birthday or something because you don't just buy let's well, just pass his test but nah no. the stepson's literally done nothing and he has to sit across the table and look at this his brother, and f- look at this person who's just taken away he, he's, he's pretty much his pride and joy, his car. No, arsehole, she's not. The stepmom's done the absolute right thing there, using all of the savings to get the stepbrother's car fixed because he did all the fucking damage. That's fair. Um, I'm gonna read out some comments. Um, this one is from no gender only chaos not the asshole. when i saw the title i was ready to call you out but you handled that pretty well your son is almost an adult and he should act like it it was he was not remorseful and he should be grateful your stepson didn't press charges and if he complains ask me if he'd rather his stepbrother press charges which is actually a fair point um steps on to press charges and this kid should have to pay him for the depreciated value from the damage yeah that's again a fair point much better having him experience the consequences of his actions with the law now than when he hits 18. it doesn't seem that losing his camp money has taught him anything. GV records can be expunged adult records can't it's you know i think the comments obviously there got quite get the law involved but obviously she would never want to do that i don't know any parent that would want to in this situation anyway when your kid's just being a brat they're not committing too much more than all right, okay serious damage but it can be rectified in-house it doesn't need the law um yeah so my advice to that would just be hang tough and tell them to fucking do one okay this is another story from reddit it's the start of a series it's a four-part series i'm going to read you episode one we may jump into episode two three and four later on a later episode if you would like just let us know so this one's titled i just matched with my dead wife on tinder i had numbly swept Let's try that again. I had numbly swiped left so many times in a row, I almost missed it, and I wish I had. My wife, Alison, had been dead for two full years, yet there she was, on Tinder, smiling at me, in a photo that I'd never seen, looking older than she did when she passed. All of the air went out of the room. I skimmed through the rest of her profile there was no writing but three other pictures of my dead wife i had never seen before including one with the statue of liberty behind her even though i knew she had never been to new york city at least to my knowledge the profile had the right name the right after for it if my wife had just kept living after july 2020 but her location was nine miles away i swiped right and breathed for the first time in nearly two minutes i struggled to sleep for the next 48 hours never getting a match ready message tinder and tell them someone was impersonating my beloved dead wife on their app and doing some kind of magical photoshop to put put pictures in that had never existed. My phone lights up at 3.33am. I have a match. I was already awake. The match came with a message. Just a simple hi. The absolute worst in any situation, let alone this one. I mashed the letters on my phone, as hard and as fast as I could. Who is this? Why are you doing this? And where did you get all these photos of my wife? She died of cervical cancer two years ago, you monster. I had to wait for another 24 hours before I got an answer. And it came in the middle of the night again. Derek, I miss you. I'm sorry for what happened. That was it. Sorry for what happened. She died of natural causes she in no way could have controlled. And I was supposed to believe that my dead wife's spirit decided to inhabit a Tinder profile and hit me up on it. As these thoughts ran through my head, I got another message. Are you home? What? What, What? What the fuck? I got another answer before I could form my own. I'm outside. My blood ran cold. Something rattled in the darkness of my kitchen, and I jumped and readied myself in bed, then realised it was just ice dropping in the ice maker in the freezer. Another message. Holy shit. Let me in please fuck 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 what someone has to be fucking with me but who would be this impossibly cruel and diabolical there may have been a couple of people who didn't like me at work but no one i mean no one would go anywhere near this far another message never mind no more time for thought just reading Never mind. I got in. I heard the front door of my house close and I tightened up in my bed. I started to write back why. I'm a dumbass. I don't know. Another message rang in before I could shoot mine off. You're on Tinder too soon, Derry. The pet name that only the two of us use between each other. The logistics of who knew that name flashed through my head and I heard footsteps approach my, now I realize, unlocked bedroom door. Then the footsteps stopped right outside. They were accompanied by a fresh message in my inbox. You were supposed to mourn me, not try to fuck 23 year olds on Tinder. Oh my God. I realised it right there, that it was even following Alison's quirk to impeccably punctuate any kind of message, even if it didn't matter. Putting the dashes into twenty-three old. I spoke, finally. Alison, I'm sorry. I love you. I I miss you. I've been sick to my stomach for two years. i've had to move on i throw up most mornings for almost a year i was wrecked i couldn't work i couldn't do anything but i'm finally starting to put it together i pleaded into the wood of my bedroom door my throat went dry i couldn't speak anymore i was too choked up just like i'd been when i tried to give Addison's eulogy i'm fucking sorry everything hurts every day you're my only love forever I barely got the words out. I couldn't hear or see anything, but I knew I could sense someone out there, someone on the other side of the door. Then I couldn't. Then I hear footsteps walking away, and I heard my door close again. I checked the app. I had a message waiting for me. Okay. Goodbye. I felt like my spine tried to climb out of my body. My entire being went numb. I couldn't feel anything other than the odd disconnected pain. It was her. I walked out to the front door and looked outside, hoping to catch a glimpse of my wife. But there were no signs of life. I went back to my phone in the bedroom, and Alison's profile had been deleted. I felt okay again. This was until a couple of nights ago when I came back from a date with a 26 year old I'd met off Tinder. I came home tipsy after a few drinks and a make out session in my car on a euphoric high. I checked the app just to see the photos of the girl whose tongue had been in my mouth. And I noticed I had a new like. I had my account on premium so I could see who it was. It was Alison. Again, with the same exact profile, the same photos. She was only one mile away. I swiped right. Let's see where it goes. And that is all I've got time for this week thank you for those that have continued to listen and i hope you really enjoyed what we've spoken about today and honestly as always from the bottom of our heart we are on episode 39 and you've just the support that we've been getting has just been absolutely incredible and i honestly can't believe that we're still able to do this and put things out onto the the, the level that we do but It's all because of you guys listening to the podcast, interacting with us, that give us the drive to keep going. So, thank you. Just, thank you. This podcast has changed both mine and Matt's lives in ways that we can't even describe. I know that it's added confidence um, to both of us, and I think that it's also helped us really connect with everyone and connect with people around us when we've both had at times been feeling quite of a struggle to be able to do that um, but you guys in the podcast have honestly helped us through that so yeah just thank you now if a week is too long to wait for your sam antics fix you are you can always head over to our socials we are on tiktok which is at Sam Antics. We are on Instagram, which is also at Sam Antics. We are on Facebook under the Sam Antics podcast, or you can send us an old fashioned email, Sam Antics Podcast at gmail.com. And all that's left to say is, we'll chat to you next week. Surprise, false ending. There is one more thing that I have to do in true Sam and Matt Antics fashion. It was a listener's 23rd birthday last week. And it's only right that even though Matt's not here, I kind of channel Matt and I deliver a shout out to her. So here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Harriet. Happy birthday to you.